Greetings from the Pumpkin Patch and welcome Halloweeniacs to the Jack-O-Lantern Press Podcast where we discuss monsters and Halloween. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. It's Monster Monday when Tom and I briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, the Cave Dweller. So for whatever reason, I recently got sucked into Knott's Berry Farm Amusement Park history. And I think it's because uh, my son, Robert, is looking at Cal State Fullerton for college. And it so, you know, it's in Orange County, which means, you know, you have to get into Knott's Berry Farm. So <laughs> I <laughs> and so <laughs> while I was looking up all this stuff about Knott's Berry Farm, of course, two of my favorite attractions and definitely classics of the park are the two cave rides, and that's the Calico Mine Ride and the Timber Mountain Log Ride. And there's some really great history online about ride creator Bud Hurlbut, who designed both of those rides, and he was actually a pretty huge inspiration for Walt Disney. While Bud Hurlbut was working on the the mine train, Walt Disney would actually come by, and this was before, you know, Disneyland really became what Disneyland, you know, would become, Uh, but Walt Disney would come by and look at what he was doing, and the mine train was a 360 degree ride, meaning you could look both sides and there would be themed areas, you could look up you could look down the entire thing the entire ride was themed and um so he really learned a lot uh from from those rides well specifically the calico mine ride um and what bud hurlbut was doing but there's a cool little video that is it's more about the log ride and it, but it does kind of touch on the mine ride and some other things that were happening while Bud Hurlbut was trying to get the log ride going. And we're going to link this video. It's on YouTube um, and it's really cool. But I think that while for me, when I was watching that thing. <laughs> well, for, it, here's the funny part. Uh, that I want to jump in here real quick is is that usually here's what how how it goes. Mike will get interested or I'll get interested in something. We both get excited about it, and then uh, well, and then with this situation, Mike got excited about it, and then what ends up happening is all day if I don't respond to a text message, I'll get about 50 text messages of the same link to the documentary <laughs> yeah. that's on YouTube. And so to make then, sure that you watch it. Yeah, and then I force myself to to go on there and actually watch the thing, which it turned out to be really neat. And then I got into uh, the whole log flume and the, the 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 mine ride that I started looking into. Like, whoa, man! Because we had another idea for monster, um, and then for this we, Monday, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute, let's do 
Let's do a cave dweller. Yeah, we were thinking, you know, while we're hanging out in these caves of the mine train and the the log ride, you know, why not dig a little deeper into those dark pockets of the rides and uh, and see what kind of cave dwellers we can find because we know they're in there. Uh, yeah, but I will say, you know, it. what was cool about that documentary was when Bud Hurlbut was doing research for the log ride because he was interested in like in California history is a lot of Knott's Berry Farm had a lot of of California history in it with with uh, mining and the the old ghost town and all that but he started looking into sawmilling and logging and all this research about it and it was kind of cool like it made me interested in the history of logging and all that so it's kind of interesting how, you know, you get interested in one thing and then, you know, it leads to another and another, which we often do. And we kind of get sidetracked like we're totally sidetracking right now. We haven't even talked about cave dwellers <laughs> yet. <laughs> in but any I event, say, I will say that as far as is how this episode's going to go, I'm not 100 percent of what everything uh, Mike has. And a lot of the times, just so for our listeners is. A lot of the times we don't know what each other has. We just kind of come off the cuff and and throw out, you know, everything that we've done research on, you know, over the last week of of, you know, what we're going to do. And this one, you know, sort of sort of came about what midweek uh and then we, yeah. we changed it. So it anyhow, yeah, the monster we were going to do today, I hadn't even started yet and I just like I said with my wife and I were talking with our son about college and in Cal State Fullerton and so I'm thinking Orange County so it's like oh you know I just started doing the little uh the little web surfing in uh, Knott's history and whatnot and then you know you just get stuck down this rabbit hole and uh, but when I did start looking into cave dwellers, it's funny because you're like, oh, let's change monsters. Let's do cave dwellers. And then you just started blasting my phone with all these pictures of cave dwelling monsters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's just it. You, you you get excited about it. And let me tell you, there are a ton of of cave monsters. Oh, and, yeah. And honestly, if you if you go out and you type cave monsters and, and you look at a lot of the times, or if you type cave dwellers, there's a lot of people, they they consider themselves as a cave dweller because yeah. they go into the caves, uh, which I'm sure you're going to, you're probably going to say some stuff about, uh, but th- these guys, you know, see them as being cave dwellers, but we're referring to the, the monsters, the creatures of caves. Uh, whether yeah. it be fantasy or real, so it was it was definitely tricky to find like a history or origin story for cave dwellers because as I'm going back, I'm like, it, you're starting to find like cavemen, and it's like, well, that's not really what we're trying to get. So I just searched fandom, and there are so many different types of cave dwellers in He-Man. The Masters of the Universe universe, there are cave dwellers. So I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll pull the origin story from that because, you know, we used to love He-Man. And the Masters of the Universe. I am Adam, Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. 
fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull! But um, I found something from SpongeBob. So yeah, I saw the SpongeBob. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, dude, I don't even know where to pull them from. And then I was thinking about a 2005 movie that really destroyed me. It it's called The Descent. And if you have claustrophobia like I do, this movie it's. You know, people always say, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? And there's not really a movie that I could think of where it was like, I was really scared. And I think working in movies, I'm even less scared because I can always see the behind the scenes. Like I could kind of feel the grips and the and the second ACs with the clapper and all. Like I always feel the set in a movie, even a really good movie, you just... By working on so many movie sets, you kind of just feel the movie. I'm going to tell you this. This movie really destroyed me. It is... Uh, I mean, it, they, it's, it's about these girls that go into this underground cave and they go like two miles down and they're crawling through these tiny little cave holes and then the cave kind of caves in and just my mind went there and i'm telling you i had like a panic attack watching this movie and it's way worse than the movie the 2010 movie buried with ryan reynolds where pretty much the whole movie takes place with him in a coffin that was buried you know he's buried alive and he has a cell phone and a lighter and and it is it is claustrophobic and there were times where i had to pause it because it, it the uncomfort but this movie, I think, took the cake, and it has some really cool cave dwellers, so that is where I'm drawing upon um, my history and origin story. Okay. Give me a smile. Do you know, are you sure we're going the right way? I've never been lost in my life. <laughs> There's only one way out of this chamber, and that's down the pipe. Where are they? Ah! 
So without further ado, I actually went to IMDB and got some information about these cave monsters that I'm going to read here. So according to IMDB, director Neil Marshall first chose to have a dark cave as the setting for his horror film, then decided to add the element of the crawlers, which is what he's calling them, describing them as something that could get the women something human, but not quite. The crawlers were depicted as cavemen who never left the caves and evolved in the dark. The director included mothers and children in the colony of creatures, defining his vision. It is a colony, and I thought that was far more believable than making them the classic monsters. If they had been all male, it would have made no sense, so I wanted to create a more realistic context for them. I wanted to have this very feral, very primal species living underground, but I wanted to make them human. I didn't want to make them aliens because humans are the scariest things. And basically, for those who haven't seen the movie, it is as if these creatures were underground from like possibly the prehistoric period. It seemed like there were even some weird creatures down there, but they evolved in the dark. Their eyes, you know, they couldn't see. They were the way they move. You have to see it, but they're definitely creatures that have been down there for a long time. Um, There's something else that I found on IMDb here. It says the appearance of the creatures was kept secret from the cast members until the first scene in which they encounter them was filmed. Oh, that's neat. That's neat. And and the, the creatures are really cool. And it's done in a creepy, creepy way. If you think about the movie Signs, when that alien first walks by at the party... It is kind of that voyeuristic feel. It, it's very much like that. Um, when the cast were finally filming the scenes where the girls encounter the crawlers, the girls were genuinely scared and screamed the building down, running off the set and laughing. Another little note here, the crawlers were designed to resemble Nosferatu from the film Nosferatu from 1922. They also had huge white eyes to begin with, but this idea was done away with because they looked too silly. It took three and a half hours in makeup to transform an actor into a crawler. They had to shave off their body hair as well. And then one last note um, about this film. Neil Marshall cited the films The Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974 and The Thing from 1982 and Deliverance from 1972 as influences in establishing tension in the film. The director elaborated, We really wanted to ramp up the tension slowly, unlike all the American horror films you see now. They they take it up to 11 in the first few minutes and then simply can't keep it up. We wanted to show all these terrible things in the cave, dark, drowning, claustrophobia, which this is what really killed me. Um, then when it couldn't get any worse, we make it or make it worse. Marshall also said at the 63rd Venice International Film Festival that he was inspired by Italian horror films of the past, in particular those by Dario Argento and Lucio Fulci. So, yeah, these creatures are really, really cool. 
And uh, like I said, it seemed like they evolved down there. They were just people, and that's how they evolved by living in caves. Uh, and if you haven't seen this movie, I, I challenge you, if you have claustrophobia, to watch this thing by yourself in the dark. And maybe if you have a stuffy nose, you know, maybe have a cup of coffee to, to build your anxiety. Uh, but I'm telling you. I haven't seen thing, it, so I... I... I might go take a look at it, but I'm super claustrophobic as well. So yeah, there were a couple times I had to pause it because it was my nerves. You know, if you if you give yourself to the movie and it's pretty easy to do it, and like he was the director was saying, like it it is a slow build, and you think it can't get any worse because of where they are, and then these creatures come out, and they are really cool cave creatures. So anyway, that was that was where I went with the history of cave dwellers. So, yeah, and I, I have, like I was saying at the beginning of the show, I have kind of a list of different creatures and whatnot that are in somewhat of the, the fantasy world, the gaming world. Uh, so one of the links I'm going to throw in the show notes is uh, is coming from a, a site called, I think it's Tribality, Tribality. Maybe it's tribality.com. Sounds right. Or it looks uh, right. Yeah, tribality. I don't know. But it says 10 awesome monsters for a D&D 5e cave or underground encounter. And some of these guys are neat. I mean, obviously you have your famous basilisk uh, on page 24. All of these uh, are from the, the D&D monster manual, uh, which is like the best manual on the planet. Uh, well, it even talks about best. well, second Transylvania maybe. Travelers, the best man. That's that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but it does say the page number of each of these these monsters. But a basilisk, I mean, that's that's an obvious thing. A here, uh, a beholder, which is the the uh, the monster that's on the cover of the monster manual. And I I can't remember if we did a monster Monday or if we were going to do a monster Monday on the beholder, but these guys are really cool. Looking. I feel like you at least mentioned a beholder somewhere because it sounds familiar. I, I don't know if I, if, if we have, but maybe we'll have to do one specifically on this, but these are all of the creatures that are from the, the caves in the underdark. Uh, we have a drider, a cloaker, a mind flayer, a minotaur, a purple worm, and I, I know I'm not going to pronounce this right, but it's a trog, trogrite. troglodyte. I think yeah. it's troglodyte. Yeah. That this has come up on so many different things with with cave monsters or cave yeah. I think dwellers. it's like a general because I was actually going to do history. There was history on that on Wikipedia, but it didn't sound so much like a monster. It almost was more like a, a caveman. Yeah, but it it is neat looking for sure. Uh, an um, an umber, uh, Hulk, and then they have a whole bunch of honorable mentions. Oh uh, yeah, that's some, cool. Giant yeah, spider, like Grick, bats, carrion crawlers, bat, giant bat, and swarm of bats. <laughs> the hook horrors are really neat. Uh, but I just thought I just thought this this uh, this page, you know gave a lot of information about what you would experience if you were down in like the caves in the underdark. Uh, so anyways, oh, this I is it pretty cool. cool at the bottom of this page. I know this is off topic, but it says, are you looking for more monsters? And you could click aquatic, Arctic, 
desert, forest, mountain, swamp. That's cool. Then if we if we pop over to another link that I'll throw in the show notes, uh, it's on Pinterest. And if you type Cavern Dweller, there's a whole bunch of neat pictures of uh, monsters and, and all kinds of good stuff that, uh, you know, different spiders and... I mean, these, these pictures are really neat. I, I really liked them a lot. So I, I just wanted to put that out there just for people. If they wanted to see visually some of the monsters, they could click on that link and, and check out some other stuff. Another one that that uh, that I wanted to bring up was a good game called RuneScape, which is an old, old game. Uh, but uh, when I was looking things up, I found a cave crawler. And uh, this guy's, you know, obviously RuneScape has cheesy graphics, but uh, anybody who has played video games will know of RuneScape. But this guy's just this little little cave dude, <laughs> and so I just wanted to throw him in there just because it was fun. Um, and then, uh, obviously, I, I had brought up about SpongeBob SquarePants. I typed in Cave Dwellers, and, and this is what popped up. And, you know, they, they, uh, they have an occupation of... of where they are, uh, the color, their physical appearance. Uh, they're from the Chum Cave Caverns. Uh, <laughs> and it was just kind of neat to see that something else, another series, had had some cave guys in it. So I, I threw that in there. But the next section that I'm going to talk about here is if anybody has a 3D printer or knows somebody who has a 3D printer, I had a couple of links uh, that I'll put in the show notes from um, this one place called icv2.com shows this pack that you could get called the Cave Defenders. And I'm sure if you type it anywhere that you will be able to to see these these monsters. And these guys are cool looking. Some of them are like ogre looking, uh, but they're called the Cave Defenders. And they, they are neat looking. Um, you could get them on probably anywhere there's a there's a company i found called sinclairgames.com they're $22.99 uh they got kobolds they got ogres they got bugbears they got all kinds of neat stuff in here uh and these creatures are neat so i just thought uh, i'd throw that in there um another another uh place that i had found was thingiverse uh if you click on some of these, Mike, you can yeah. actually print these things. That's crazy. And, yeah, the I like the I think I like the either the first one or the last one that you have here the best. Yeah. So the main, he's kind of, he's the one that I actually printed out, uh, and and I painted him. He looks really neat. There's the Trox, uh, from Pathfinder. It's actually not from Dungeons and Dragons, but that one's kind of neat looking. I thought. Uh, and then there's the um. The uh, the lone the lonely which I I don't I I just think he looked neat so uh you know he's he's a part of a of a cave cave monster as well and then there's the the last one that you like is the Edder Cap and that, this one's a little bit more evil and and he's got like these huge claws and whatnot but you'd probably encounter this guy in the cave. Do these guys all have? The are they? I mean, are there a lot of different powers and weaknesses? Or are they all? I would imagine their sight isn't great because they're accustomed to living in the dark. Well, if they if they go outside of the cave, they're 
they're not going to even be able to see it. It's kind of like that's the pretty story. much all yeah. all the cave dwellers, I would imagine, right? All probably all the cave dwellers. I mean, R. R. A. Salvador in the Drizzit series, which I know you don't know uh, about, but R. A. Salvador wrote a series called Homeland and Exile. People who uh, are in the fantasy world are all going to say, "Oh yeah, I know exactly what that is." But Drizzit, uh, you know, he is. Uh, uh, a creature that lived in the underworld they they can't really go outside because if they go outside and see the sun it they just can't see anything but they're really powerful you know when they're in the underdark and the underdark in the dungeons and dragons world is like a place where a lot of adventures uh happen and so um that's where a lot of these monsters are coming from um and that that's that's why i wanted to bring them into the cave world because uh, this is the stuff that you would encounter if you were in some of these fantasy caves. One yeah, thing so in in the descent, some of the superpowers that they have is they move. These cave creatures move really fast, and they can crawl the walls. But they and they also have, you know, acute senses, except they can't see. So they're going off sounds and smells and things like that. Well, look at look at even a bat. You know they uh, yeah they, they even compared by, these by guys. Hearing. Yeah, they compared these guys to bats, and they even kind of look their faces look kind of bat like. Yeah, and so the I, I and I kind of didn't do the the powers and abilities of these guys. Uh, I was more so trying to find you know neat toys and stuff just to kind of switch it up a little bit, just because I like I like all of the content that comes with cave monsters there's so much stuff out there uh yeah, that really throw. really was a ton yeah when i was looking i was like god i don't even know where to begin there's so many but there is a there is an experience that i think um some people would like there's not really any monsters in it but it is a neat game if you have a vr headset and you could play this either on uh like a rift s a vive a valve index or a quest even uh but it's called cave digger and we'll throw the uh, the link in the show notes as well. This is virtual um, reality? Yeah, this is a VR game. And you basically go into an elevator, and the elevator goes up and down. But it's not like an elevator like in a building. It's like in a, in a cave. And oh, then like you a have mine a, elevator yeah. or something. And you have an axe, and you're cutting or you're... you're you know, basically uh, hitting the side of the wall, and you, you pull out all these gems... Um, and it says, explore the elevator shaft and four massive train levels full of mysteries, riches, and strange happenings. Some fishy uh, higher power seems to engulf the frontier. Build up the way to the mines by gearing up and upgrading your vehicle. But beware, the adventure can end in eight different ways depending on the action and choices you take. Uh, it's, it's neat. I've played this. Uh, it came out on the quest. On September nineteenth, twenty nineteen, um, was this on the quest? Yeah, this was on the quest, and then the actual game, uh, I think, originally came out May tenth of two thousand eighteen um, on the the regular platform. It has high ratings, and they're they're supposedly going to be coming out with a bunch of downloadable content um, that brings new stuff. So who knows where they're going to end up going with this? But I I just thought it was a fun game. Uh, it's twenty bucks, 
Uh, and I, I think it's fun if you have a VR headset. So, All right. Well, for movies, there are, there are a ton of movies. Like we were saying, there's a lot of stuff that have cave monsters. But uh, I'm just going to list a few of them here. There was the, the 2005 movie, The Descent, that I brought up. There was also a sequel, which I have not seen. It's simply called The Descent Part 2. 2009 is when that one came out. There's a movie, an American movie, called The Cave, which came out the same year The Descent did. In fact, they were both films that I read somewhere were trying to race to come out first. I have not seen The Cave. I watched the trailer. It did not look as good as The Descent. Um... And then there's a, a 1959 movie called Beast from Haunted Cave. So those were a few cave monster movies. There is, there's a link, a ranker li- uh, list that will link that has a bunch of underground horror movies. Uh, it says pretty good horror movies that take place in caves and underground. It has It's a ton of, of movies. Um, and at number one is The Descent. So I can't uh, recommend that movie enough. In fact, I'm going to put a trailer for The Descent just so you could check it out and see that you definitely want to watch this movie. It, it was a very cool, very unnerving movie. If you're in Transylvania and you're looking for cave dwellers, uh, plenty of cave systems in Bigfoot National Parks house these guys. Um, some of which link to the cave systems in the Carpathian Mountains, where you can also link up with those cave dwellers, uh, different types. Um, but yeah, so check that out. And uh, in order to check that out, you got to get our guide, Transylvania Traveler, which you can get at jackolanternpress.com. But other than that, yeah, that's about it. Tom, anything else that you had? Nope, that's about it. All right, great. Well, that'll do it for another Monster Monday. For more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, or to become a monster revolutionary yourself, go to jackolanternpress.com. And also check out our Facebook group, Monster Revolution, which we'll link in the show notes. There you can kind of share any type of monster or Halloween item and see what other people are sharing. Um, If you enjoy our podcast... We would love if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen, uh, if they have a rating platform. But it's, it's a huge help for the show, and we would greatly appreciate it. So we thank you for joining us this evening, and uh, we'll meet up again soon in the Pumpkin Patch. Mm-hmm.